With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered ChompaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Oh, mama, I'm in fear for my life from the long arm of the Miles to go before we sleep. Lawman is putting into my running, and I'm so far from my. We will not go gently. Uh, we're going to unleash hell here in December. Oh, mama, I can hear you crying. You're so scared and all alone. Hey, somebody fix this guy's buckle. Hey, you play Coming down from the gallows, and I don't have very Time nobody has fixed that guy's buckle. Oh, gee. <laughs> hey, my friends. Hello. Welcome once again to uh, BTSC behind the steel curtains. Steelers hangover. Look, there's no game that we're hungover about. In fact, we're still in tune by all mode. We're doing pretty good. But it's that show where we talk about things after we have a while to soak in while to think about it, usually 24 hours. Pretty soon, in about 10 days, it's going to be training camp. We're going to be rocking in the free world with the Pittsburgh Steelers in Latrobe. It's going to be glorious. And BTSC, Behind the Silk Curtain, will have all your breaking news, all your everything, Camp Confidential's coming up. That's the extravaganza where we have all these articles all day long, Nowhere to go but BTSC for all your camp needs. And sheep among all of that fun camp stuff will be our good friend, Tony Defio. Tony! What's up, man? Brian! What's going on? As always, happy Monday. And I can't believe it. Another, what, 10 You said 10 days? Yeah. Uh, 26, right? Yeah, I can't believe it. It's, uh, it's right around the corner and... Um, Funny little story, uh, the, the renegade reminded me of uh, when, when we were coming on. I was 
listening to that in my car over the weekend. It just happened to come on the radio, and I really don't hear that song on the radio that much anymore. And it felt weird without hearing Mike Tomlin go, woo, woo, you know, in the background. I, I was waiting for that, and it, it never came. It was, it was actually a, an actual reaction. Like, oh, wait a minute. It's, a, it's an actual song on the radio from the 70s. So, yeah, that's why it's a little funny little antidote. Um, love me some sticks. In fact, I, uh, you know, I have kids. I have an 11-year-old, a soon-to-be 12-year-old boy who is into classic rock and stuff from the 80s, likes Queen, Elton John. He's getting into Van Halen now and stuff like that. He loves the Beatles. He's a huge Beatles fan and uh, just loves all that stuff. And the other day we're listening to 80s on 8 on Sirius Radio. And they're doing the countdown from 1983, and Sticks comes on. And I know he knows Mr. Roboto, but I'm I'm telling him all about the song "Don't Let It End" and all their other stuff. And uh, pretty soon I got to get him into Renegade. But I love that stuff. It just seems like that stuff fits. And it's funny people ask me a lot of times. I mean, where my my fandom of of the Steelers? What do I remember most? And it's being a kid. And listening to the top ten of Casey Kasem from one to two and watching the Steelers um, starting at one o'clock. And ironically, the very same weekend, Father's Day weekend, 2014, Chuck Knoll and Casey Kasem passed away at the age of 82, a day apart. Hmm. So – you know, it was, uh, and those were the guys that really shaped most of my childhood memories because those were the guys leading things. And uh, so when I think of music, I, I, there's a lot of songs that I think of when I think of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And now Renegade, we'd, I'd love to know who exactly the genius at Heinz Field with the PA that put that together um, put that video package together and I say genius with I mean I say that with great affection because when they when Renegade goes on in that stadium that place just goes insane and it is just awesome and I've even been there the years that they have uh, honored they've honored uh, teams like the 78 team and the 79 team um and they show their highlights to Renegade. And you're like, yes! <laughs> uh, black, and, black and white at the beginning when it's acapella and when the rock starts, boom. You're going into full action color. Oh, you can't beat it. And we're going to have it soon, Tony. It's coming. So with that being said, the theme of the show this week is what are the highest hopes for the Pittsburgh Steelers? Well, the obvious one being winning the Super Bowl, sure. And, but highest hopes in camp. And the biggest, the chief worries coming out of camp. So when we talk about, what, last week we talked about the players that have the most to lose and the most to gain. Um, who are those guys on the bubble, basically? But as a team, what do you think that, the, is keeping the coaches awake at night and or reaffirm, reaffirming what they're excited about and what they really think is going to work. So let's start, about, let's start with the good stuff. Let's start with the excitement. What do you think, Tony, is the top thing going into camp for the Pittsburgh Steelers that they are excited about this year? It could be anything. I would have to say, honestly – and they're never going to say this publicly because they don't want to, you know, you know how Mike Thomas with, with, with rookies and praising them publicly. But I'm, I'm, I'm thinking it's, it's Devin Bush and what he can mean to that defense. Is he, you know, that that kind of player has been missing from that defense obviously since 2017. And you know they're, they're they've been great at at getting after the quarterback the last two years. If they can find a guy that that, that can do what Shazier did, I mean that could add a whole. And we've talked about this before. That could add a whole new element to that defense. Starting with, you know, finding a way to be disruptive enough to take the football away on a, on a really good, you know, consistent basis. Something that, you know, you would need if you're going to be a Super Bowl team. The Super Bowl history tells us that you have to take the football away a, a lot more than they have been the last eight, nine years in order to 
to, to win a championship. So I think that might be the thing that they're, they're most excited about is finding a player on defense, possibly, who can, who can do what, what Ryan Shazier did. Well, here's another thing about that, Tony, and I, I like that. And I'll, I'll tack on to that with mentioning Mark Barron and Steven Nelson as well on that defense because that's – I mean, this is a big, high-profile free agent year for them where you don't even – they're not high-profile, but they're piece-of-the-puzzle guys. I remember from years past – I'm going to give you some names. And I know you know these guys, but you're going to be hard-pressed to say that they weren't a big deal. But my question for you is, did you know these guys, who these guys were, before they came in? The first one was Ray Seals. Uh, yes, I, I heard of him. I wasn't that – I didn't think it was a big signing, but he turned out to be a very valuable player for them. So, so that's, that's a very good uh, uh, one to bring up. Let me give you another one. Donald Evans, same time. Uh, no, I never, I, never, uh, I never even heard of him, but uh, to your point, he was, a, he was a really solid player for them. Brent Alexander. Nope, nope. He was another one that, that I wasn't, you know, he, he didn't really catch my eye, but he proved to be a solid, a solid uh, pickup, a very valuable part of their defense for a number of years. Yeah, yeah, and I didn't know who Alexander was, really. Um, he came from the Giants, I believe. And uh, Donald Evans came from the Rams, if I'm not mistaken. Um, let me give you another one, the bus driver. Oh, uh, oh gosh. Tim Lester. Tim Lester. Tim Lester. Uh, I mean, I knew more about him than, than maybe I would have otherwise because cause Jerome Bettis was uh, – was, was very high on him, but uh, no, I didn't really, I didn't really think much of it. I thought, ah, oh, they're interchangeable, but, but it turns out that, that he, he was very, very, uh, a very good player for them. So, and I, I probably said this ad nauseum and uh, I'll probably say it for the rest of my life, but I remember listening to, uh, this was before I had iHeart and, um, any kind of satellite radio, and I had to listen to local stuff, and I was working towards Washington, D.C. And I want to say that this was – I'm probably going to say it's either 2008 or 2009, and I'm going to lean towards 2009. When the Redskins made the first free agent move, huge free agent move, huge money, and it was Albert Hainsworth. Big name at the time. And – Washington teams, Washington fans were calling in saying, what did we do? Why are we doing this? Why can't we be like the Patriots and the Pittsburgh Steelers and get piece of the puzzle guys? Guys that fit in. I'm going to throw another one at you. And I'm going to be honest. I know a lot about football. I did not know who Ryan Clark was. And I'm like, who's this guy? I, was just, I actually, actually thought I was just he gonna, could be – I couldn't even – I didn't think he'd make it through camp. Yeah, he, he, he wasn't – he was an undrafted free agent. I mean, he was a he, – he, I guess he did some things with Washington, but, but he certainly wasn't a high-profile guy. And believe it or not, I'm just going to – I'm going to throw one in there, and people are going to think I'm crazy. And I, he turned out to be one of my favorite players. Uh, it was James Ferrier. I mean, I, I knew he was he was a decent player, but I wasn't that excited about him. And then he – Next thing you know, he's uh, the centerpiece of the uh, the linebacker core. So that's one that I, that always stuck out to me because I remember seeing the highlights of him on on TV. And like, eh, I mean, it was before social media, so maybe had social media existed, I would I would have the height would have been better. But I didn't think much of James Ferrier when he first came here. But how could you get better better than I him knew, as far as a free agent acquisition? I knew who he who he was because he was the eighth overall pick in the. Uh, uh, 1997 NFL draft, but I was a little upset because they lost Earl Holmes, who I didn't want to go. I loved Earl Holmes at the time, and um, they brought Ferrier in, and didn't think he was that great. And soon we found right away we found out that no, this guy's better than we know. And we really found it out in the playoffs when rookie Larry Foote had to go in for him in the playoffs, 
and uh, they just they complete the Tennessee Titans completely went after in that 2002 playoff game completely went after the middle up the middle all the time and if Ferrier was there it's a different story but I've got a great James Ferrier story um, I was at work for three weeks I was a training for my job back in two, December of 2004 and that was the Ben's rookie season it was 15 and one there was a lot of excitement and uh we were getting stir crazy because we're in a hotel and uh, I didn't know anybody. And I met people there and we became friends. And I met another guy from Bakersfield, California. And he was a big, he was a big football fan too. Um, and he's like, Hey, I think I can get us tickets off of eBay for tomorrow's Houston Texans, New York Jets game at the Meadowlands. And I'm like, Oh, let's go. Cause the Steelers were playing the, Eight o'clock game at uh, they were playing the eight o'clock game against Jacksonville on Sunday night, and I'm like, well, let's let's do it, let's go. So we went and we're sitting in the end zone and it was half full, but it was awesome. I was in an NFL game, I was loving it, and so mm. yeah, I start talking everywhere I go, I start talking to people, and one of the things that drives people crazy probably because I'm gonna bring up the Steelers everywhere I go. So I brought up the Steelers, and I said, hey, by the way, thanks for James Ferrier. And this was the year James Ferrier was runner-up. He was team MVP, and he was runner-up to Ed Reed for defensive player of the year. That's how good he was in 2004. And um, and the guy behind me in a perfect New York accent, he's like, yeah, we couldn't get a Yugo for this guy. <laughs> and he comes to you, and he's flipping MVP. Or, or something like that. <laughs> and I was like, did he just say a Yugo? That is awesome. So I will never forget that as long as I live. 15 years. And uh, <laughs> James Ferrier and the the defunct cheap car from Yugoslavia, the Yugo, was brought up in the same sentence. And uh, Ferrier lasted for 10 more seasons in Pittsburgh. It was absolutely beautiful. And uh, so – with that being said, it was it was just really special stuff to have him there. Um, but the reason I bring all these guys up is not a lot of people know Stephen Nelson. We do. Not a lot of people know Dante Moncrief, and not a lot of people know Mark Barron. We do because it's our job to know these guys, basically. But it, they don't mean a lot to a lot of people. They will. These three guys will mean something this year. So I, when I say it's not a high-profile free agent year, but it's a huge free agent year for the Steelers, and I absolutely, I, I'm excited about these guys just as much as I'm excited about Devin Bush. So that's uh, the defense will get better, and I don't care where they're ranked. The only defensive rank. I care about, and we talked about this the other day on the uh, on the Steelers preview with uh, Jeff Hartman and Dave Schofield and myself. All I care about is points per game because yards don't mean much either way for me because they were a lot better rushing team last year than the 31st-ranked rushing team, and there's a good reason. They weren't running the ball at all. I mean – James Conner was getting nine carries a game, and that's what they're hoping Benny Snell gets this year. Um, so it's really funny. So, But I, I get what you say, and I, I do appreciate that because, yeah, I'm excited about new faces and not just the rookies, but um, there's going to be some really exciting things. The other thing, I'm going to throw in mine, Tony, and mine is could be tied – for the thing they're most excited about and they're the thing they're most worried about. And it's losing Antonio Brown. And I think they're equally excited as they are scared of it. And the reason I'm saying that is going into camp, they know they're not going to deal with any crap this year. They know they're not going to have to appease an ego They're not going to have to worry about the fanfare, whether he shows up in a helicopter, a Porsche, 
or on horseback or in a freaking spaceship. I mean, they don't have to worry about that. They have, and I, I, I do this ad nauseum. I've been saying this all year, the whole kumbaya thing. But really, that's what it is to me. It's They are more of a team, and it's addition by subtraction. It could go either way. They still have to fill those spots, but I just talked about bringing guys in. I think Dante Moncrief, I know you do too, is going to be a James Ferrier-type addition to this team on the offensive side of the ball. He's going to be a guy that make, that pays huge dividends and is worth every penny. Um, that's my huge – that's my prediction. I think this guy is going to be – is going to let Juju Smith-Schuster be a star, and he's going to be equal parts star on the other side um, if he stays healthy because Ben's going to make sure that he gets the ball but he's not going to feel like he has to get him the ball. So that's my prediction as far as worries go. Your thoughts, Tony? Well, as far as um, Moncrief, and we, you know, we talked about, you know, he, he's a, he's a veteran and he's somebody that, you know, he's going to be able to all the, you know, he, Judy might be the star, but he's still what? 21, 22, he'll be 22. So he's still a young guy and the receiver, the receiving room is mostly, uh, uh, made up of young 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 guys and here's the guy that's been around the block he's, he's played with Andrew Luck you know he always he played in Jacksonville last year he had to put up with uh, Blake Bortles but you know he's a veteran presence they can lead on they can learn from him and I can I'm drawing a blank on the guy's name but who was the the veteran receiver they had here he played for the Jets and he came here he was a nice possession receiver Jericho Cotri. Cotri, like, yes somebody like that if he if he has that kind of career here It'll be a free agent acquisition that, you know, we, we could be proud of and happy for and probably valuable for them. So I like that. And, and what you said about Steven Nelson, I mean, he's the perfect guy the Steelers you know, go after in free agency. He's, he's, he looks like he's ready to come into his own. You know, rookie contract's over. Now he's, he, he just signed his first big contract, and he's about 26. So, I mean, he's not getting a lot of fanfare. You, know, you, you don't, quote, unquote, win free agency with a guy like Steven Nelson, you know, in, in March, but what he could do for you and during the season and in playoffs, if they get that far, you know, that's, that's what it's all about. And, you know, and I, you know, I apologize to Mark Barron. I always forget about, you know, I'm so excited about Devin Bush, but you're right. Mark Barron, he's, 20, he's only 29 years old, which is, you know, old for football, but, you know, he's a guy that can come in and, and, and add a whole lot to that defense, especially in the linebacker room, because, you know, he played in the Super Bowl last year. He knows what, what it's like to, to play on that on that kind of stage, so yeah, I mean it's it's a free a free agent class. It's not uh, flashy, but it could be it could pay huge evidence starting in training camp when, when these guys work with the younger guys. So yeah, I, I can't wait. You ever have food that doesn't look that awesome, but you take a bite, you're like, oh my goodness, this is heaven. That's what this mm-hmm. free agent class could be. Another free agent class could be. It really can. Um, let me throw let me throw uh, a couple names at you. Um, kind of harkens back to what we just did a couple minutes ago, but I'm going to go in just a slightly different direction. I'm going to bring up three guys. And I'm going to tell you where their departures were. We were pretty upset about these guys' departures. And then I'm going to tell you about what happened. We don't know the fallout with Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown is number three. We don't know fallout. But let's talk about, let's, let's do the pattern, though. Let's go back to the year 1995. Three more yards. The guy who did not haul in the ball in the end zone, had it knocked away by a guy named Dennis Gibson, was a guy named Barry Foster. He's gone. In fact, he never played football again. He's gone. We're like, it's the end of the world in Pittsburgh in 1995. They replace him with a combination of a guy that they're excited about, um, a second-year player um, in Bam Morris, and a free agent, another guy that you didn't know that well. I knew who he was, but no one knew him that well, Eric Pegram. 
they they went to the Super Bowl. They lost the Super Bowl, but they went to the Super Bowl. And that was a major that um you were talking about it the other day with Bill Cower teams in one of your uh in one of your articles and here's the thing. That was a magical season. Even though they lost I even watched those highlights all the time. And it was so a magical game for me. Just the fact that they were there. I'm an adult watching the Steelers in the Super Bowl for the first time. It was awesome. And um but no one expected them to rebound after losing Barry Foster. Let's flash forward ten years. They lose Plexico Burris to free agency. Plexico was pretty damn good in his time here. He was a little bit like Foster. He was a little bit of an enigma. He was the kind of guy that uh, you didn't quite understand where he was coming from. You kind of you worried that he was going to just uh, lose his mind at any point. Um, they they had div- they both had diva personalities. So here you here you go. You have Heinz Ward still there. Antoine Randall is coming in the zone. Got to replace him though. We need a third receiver. Let's bring in Cedric Wilson. And the whole collective Pittsburgh world is going. Who in the blue hell is Cedric Wilson? Cedric Wilson's the guy that uh, caught that ball against uh, Cincinnati in the flea flicker, and in that huge wild card win. That's who he was. Um, They won the Super Bowl that year. So, flash forward to now. A guy that you don't know if he's, you don't know, you're walking on eggshells around just like you were Foster, just like you were Plexico, is a guy named Antonio Brown. And it all blew to hell. And they're, they're replacing him with Dante Moncrief. A guy who no one, none of the pundits are excited about because he's not sexy. He's not football sexy. I mean, I'm sure, hey, he might be popular with the ladies, Tony. I I don't care about that. (laughs) When I say sexy, I'm talking about football sexy. So this guy, he's coming in. He he can follow that pattern. And there's, I know the Steelers don't have the defenses, that they did back then, but guess what? They made some. They made some big moves. They. This is. These are the, the changes that we've been asking for. Getting another. Getting another. Uh, uh, linebacker in there. Um, getting another cornerback in there. Um, getting a a young linebacker in there. Yeah. So yeah. These are the moves that were the moves that we were all crying for them to make. Uh, the only other thing we wanted was maybe an outside linebacker and uh, a safety, but you can't get greedy when you're, I mean, with free agent money, you can't. I mean, you got to get what you get. And this is a pretty good haul. So I'm excited. I am not as worried. I think I'm more excited than I am worried. But real quick, what's your worry going into this? training camp my worry uh well i mean honestly it's it's the big the elephant in the room uh they took a leap of faith they didn't have to get rid of antonio brown they didn't have to trade him they could have they could have made him stay here and they and they you know i'm a little worried about can they replace him i'm 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 optimistic that they can but at the same time it's like all right can you know they're not going to get somebody that is antonio brown but Hopefully they can find, you know, Dante Moncrief, you know, James Washington, whomever, someone that can that can come close to replacing that production. So I'm a little bit worried about that, and I'm also worried about Chris Boswell because we're not going to know if he if he overcame his mental demons until he actually shows us that he has, and that might not even be in the preseason. He might not even feel the pressure until the regular season again, and so I'm worried about that. I mean, it can, you know, he there are so many games that were swung in the negative direction because of, of, of his uh, problems last year. So, you know, I'm, I'm interested to see if he can get back to his, his uh, pro bowl form. That's, that's, that's probably my biggest concern with second would be Antonio Brown, you know, how, how they can replace his, his production. I'm confident that they can, because I'm always an optimist, but 
you never know until what happens. They have to, they have to see if, if they can if they have the right formula. I'm glad you brought that up, but my question to you, and I don't know the answer to this. Well, you don't know the answer to this either. But what's your gut say? Is the organization are they worried about Chris Brown? Chris Brown. Here, there I go again. That's a guy that uh, that had problems way back in the day, um, <laughs> as far as missing stuff. And uh, and hey, hip hop artist Chris Brown is was rough too. Um, but Chris Boswell, are they worried about this guy? Um, I think they 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 almost have to be because because he until until he shows them that, that there's no reason to worry. I think they have to be worried about him. Um, I think they're going to be quicker to pull the trigger this year on a, on, on, you know, getting rid of him If he, you know, like they did with, uh, like you mentioned, Chris Brown, was it in 2002 or maybe 2001? Uh, I think they're going to be qu- quicker to pull the trigger this time if, if, if he struggles to start the year. So I think they might not say it out loud. They're not going to say it out loud, but I think deep down they are, they are, they have, they have to be worried about him. They just have to be. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Well, there you have it. That's uh, That was uh, the banner that we put on the show today. Uh, the uh, biggest worries for the team going to training camp. The, the highest hopes for the team. And uh, that, kind of, uh, that kind of sums it up what I'm thinking. So I'm glad we put our heads together. Um, feel free to let us know on BTSC. Um, always, as always, uh, your voice is welcome. Um, you could also, uh, when we uh, publish the article as well, you can put your thoughts, the article for the show, you can put your thoughts in as well. Um, let's go around the Steelers locker room real quick and other Steeler news. Um, it's been great. Not that much to worry about as far as uh, we're not checking the headlines every day to see what's going on. Um, but this is a big one, and this is one that had to be addressed because it's a league issue. And the, and the person that needs to address it would be the one and only Ramon Foster, who's the player rep, but, uh, and it's the 18-game season. But before I get into that, I, uh, you might have just heard my phone go off in the background. And uh, there's, uh, this isn't really breaking news, but uh, it kind of is. It's just been reported. Martavis Bryant has applied for reinstatement. Um, this is according to ESPN, and uh, he's applied because he's working to address his mental health. That could be interesting. And now you're going to see, you're going to see a lot of people wondering whether uh, the Steelers should take a, a flyer on Martavis Bryant. So real quick, fact or fiction, Tony, the Steelers should stay away from Martavis Bryant and not infect this team. Oh, that's an absolute fact. I mean, they they worked so hard to to try to repair their image this off season. They got rid of uh, the main culprit and Antonio Brown, and to a lesser extent, Le'Veon Bell left on his. You know, so yeah, I think you 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 stay away from that. Yeah, I I agree wholeheartedly. So back to the 18 game season, um, real quick. So he went to Twitter today, and that is Ramon Foster, who is you know, one of my favorite Steelers, and I know you love this guy as well. And Oh, yes. He, he brought up some really interesting things, and I'm just going to read this one. With this proposal, it's almost saying we know certain games just aren't important. We just want to pocket more money. Almost makes it seem like it's okay to play down or we won't put our best players out each game. Profit over quality. And, uh, that's uh, Then he goes on to say, our biggest issue is trying to extend guys. Those two weeks off still mean practice. And the biggest issue is taking away those two preseason games. Teams are made in those last two preseason games for young undrafted free agents. 
and he knows about it. He was a young undrafted free agent once. Um, but then he goes on to say the replacement kicker, if you sit the starter for two weeks, laugh out loud, it's a joke, but you all get my point. And there was a picture of Minion from the Despicable Me, Me, Me movies kicking. And it's it, it's actually a, a gift. And uh, it's pretty funny. And, um, and of course, the minions are not kicking well whatsoever in this. It's actual disaster. Instead of kicking the ball, they kick the minion holder, which is actually pretty entertaining to me because minions make me laugh because mm-hmm. I'm that guy. But this is all – and I didn't, I didn't really preface this with what he's talking about. If you don't know, the 18-game season proposal is – that you go ahead and players can only play in 16 games. So, yeah, you're going to have two games with a replacement kicker. You're going to have two games with a backup kicker. I mean, excuse me, a backup quarterback. Now, look, on Sundays in baseball, you can go ahead and put Jacob Stallings in for Elias Diaz. You can sit the catcher. That's no problem. That doesn't kill you. You sit a lot of guys in baseball on Sundays. They get a rest. Um, you can't do that in an 18-game season. So you're like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and say this game against the Bengals isn't that important. So I'm going to go ahead and sit these guys. Then you have the problem that we had as early as 2010, as late as 2010, actually, um, with the Colts resting guys, the last two weeks of the season, they were undefeated, and they were resting guys, and actually needed them to not rest guys and win a game. And the Steelers would have went to the playoffs one of those years. It wasn't 2010. I'm sorry. Um, that was I'm not sure exactly. Oh, nine. Yeah. And and the Steelers would have been going to the playoffs that year. Um, but they rested those guys. So they changed the schedule around so it can be divisional games. Um, so there's more to uh, the last week of the season is always a divisional game. But that's still like when Cleveland's 0-16 and the Steelers are playing Cleveland – Oh, and 15, and the the Steelers are playing Cleveland on the last game of the season. They're putting in Landry Jones those two years. And they did. And they were able to get away with it. Um, But you don't want another team to hurt your playoff chances because you're resting guys. We saw it in 2013. Andy Reid is notorious for this. He rested guys for the Chiefs. San Diego came in and snuck in the playoffs because they Andy Reid rested all these guys, and it, you know resting those guys doesn't really help the team. Week sixteen, it really doesn't. I, I excuse me, week seventeen going into the playoffs doesn't help them, but that's something that could happen. So, what Ramon's saying here, I'm thinking, and I think a lot of people are thinking, I would love to have eighteen games, okay? And Ramon goes on to say that, hey, if you're going to extend something, extend the playoffs. There's sleeper teams that, that uh, bring in big money, but if you want to have, make more money and have more playoff games, do that. I'm not sure how it would work, but, I mean, why not? Um, but they want everybody to have 18 games. So... You know, the more that I was say, I mean, I was thinking before, and we talked about this maybe a month ago on this show, Tony, that if you have uh, less preseason games, that doesn't matter, right? But but a guy like Ramon Foster is saying, no, it matters. We need those games. So what are your thoughts on this? Because I'm kind of switching. I'm like, if they're going to only – if you're going to have backups in for two games – with your important players, that's not good enough for me. 
and I'd rather just stick with a 16-game season. Well, I never like, you know, I, I get what they're where, where they're coming from. If, if you know they only play 16 games, you know, if, if every player only plays 16 games, it, it, it saves, you know, wear and tear. But if you're gonna if you're gonna institute an 18-game schedule, go all the way with it. Don't don't be wishy-washy. Don't try to compromise. Just go all the way or don't do it at all. Because this is silly. It's like you said, you know, you're gonna have a, a backup quarterback in for two games. Autom- you automatically have to do that. We already know how how bad the play drops off when you go from a franchise quarterback to a, a, a just a, a backup, you know, so you're going to have that like in every week. So if you're, if you're not going to do it like you did it in 1978, when you went to 16 games and just said, that's it, we're doing it like this, then just don't do it at all. Just, just keep it the way it is. You know, I mean, I don't care either way. I mean, I, 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 I wouldn't mind an 18 game schedule, but then again, I'm not a player. I don't have to go through that. And, but I wouldn't want to see a product where I'd have to prepare for, you know, I guess Josh Dobbs or Mason Rudolph playing two games, and what if one of them is is vital? No, I, I wouldn't like that at all. And as far as kicking, I mean, it's already hard enough to get to get good starting kickers. Now you're gonna have to try to find backup kickers. No, no, just go all the way with it, or or don't do it at all. That's that's my that's my opinion on it. I I agree wholeheartedly on that, Tony. I mean, I would really, I mean, I want to see 18 games because that's who I am. I know if I played, um, I would probably not have a problem with 18 games because I just want to play. But if it's going to go ahead and uh, cut into my career, then that's a problem. And the other thing that they're bringing up is, um, and this is what Demora Smith is bringing up, that if you do that, they need three years to get their pension. They're averaging 3.4 years now to get to be a vested player, and now this is going to knock them down to 2.8. And it's going to be taking opportunities away. I mean, I don't. I mean, that remains to be seen. Um, but of course, yeah, he's against it. I want to see 18 games because I'm just greedy. And uh, but I do want to look at these guys. One thing that drives me crazy when I'm complaining about fans and complaining and uh, we complain about fans all the time uh, that they treat players like meat and and like puppets and not like uh and not like human beings so yeah we we want to look at that side side of it as well so if i'm completely honest the fan of me wants 18 games but if it's going to hurt these guys um i don't care what they make I, I I don't care what they make. It's not worth it having your career over because there's a lot of keeping up with the Joneses in the locker room. Yeah, they buy cars. They have family members coming out of the woodwork. Um, everybody went nuts when Latrell Sprewell of the uh, Timberwolves at the time said, "We hey, we make we make more money, but we spend more money." And everybody got mad. Oh, selfish alley. Oh, you don't have to spend it. You know what? That's that's kind of true. And if there's a, if there's a market out there, you know, then they're going to have it. So, um, and you really can't complain. I mean, if if you're in that situation, I was talking to a guy at the pool yesterday. I about Le'Veon Bell, and it's like, you know. If you're in that situation and you have people buzzing in your ear and saying you can get this and you don't know when you're if you're gonna get that next contract being a running back, okay, maybe I get it. And guess what? It's starting to happen more and more. And we prophesied this, Tony, last year. We said that other teams are going uh, other players are gonna fall in line. This is a bad precedent that is being set. And then and now you see the fact that he didn't really get the money that, that Antonio Brown got with his chicanery. Le'Veon Bell didn't get the deal he thought he was going to get. Now Melvin Gordon's talking about holding out. Now Zeke Elliott's talking about holding out. So it's just it's just one of those things that we're not in their, in their cleats and we're not in their shoes at home. But that's easy for me to say. Just like 
I don't know how much easier my life would be if I had that money, but I had those pressures. It might be harder. My wife and I talk about being happier all the time, struggling, because we know people that are loaded, and they hate each They're married, and they hate each other. <laughs> One of the things that, that keep us together is the fact that we struggle together, and it makes, it, it makes us closer. So that's that's one of the things to think about as well. I mean, yeah. I mean, when uh, when Biggie when Biggie sang "Mo Money Mo Problems," yeah, he was right on, wasn't he, Tony? Yeah, I mean, we you know, it's 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 one thing to take care of the be the breadwinner for your immediate family, but when you when you when you're somebody making that kind of money, I think it's it's much easier to be have to be the breadwinner of three or four families. We saw that in those uh, documentaries on ESPN about, about uh, professional athletes who, who went broke. They're taking care of three or four households at once. You know, so yeah, it, 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 it's, it's, it's easy to call them greedy from our standpoint, but we don't know what they're going through. And as far as uh, uh, Melvin Gordon and, and, and everything, you know, obviously you would think that, that he learned a lesson from Le'Veon Bell, but maybe he, he doesn't care. Maybe he thinks, you know, they, every, every, every great athlete has a big ego. So maybe he thinks, well, I'm going to get that money because I'm not, I'm worth it. So it'll be interesting to see if he does hold out of Zeke Elliott holds out. It'll be interesting to see if, if, if they get the money that Le'Veon Bell didn't, I, ha- I highly doubt it, but I guess we'll have to wait and see on that one. And you brought up another good point. And it's funny because I'm going to go into the world of music here. MC hammer or hammer. Um, Stanley Burrell, who was actually a bus, uh, not a bus boy, a bat boy one time for the Oakland A's when he was young, was uh, he took care of everybody he knew. He took care of everybody in Oakland, in the Oak Town. <laughs> there, was, there were people at concerts that said, and I saw this on his Behind the Music. His was one of the very first Behind the Music. And they're like, uh, yeah, what do you do? They're like, I stand here. Why do you stand there? Because this is where Hammer tells me to stand. And that's all he did. And he got paid because he, he thought he was taking care of everybody. The minute that he started having financial problems, those people badmouthed them. They, they, they left them. Yeah. He was their mail ticket, and he was just helping them. He thought he was, I mean, he was being a good dude. And they completely spat on him and and uh, just like, well, what have you done for me lately? You know, they're... Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. He was dead to them because he wasn't their meal ticket anymore. So it, it's really funny what people have to deal with. But that, uh, I digress. I just thought that was, that was something interesting uh, to bring up, as I always do. And... Uh, I feel like I'm one of those NBC commercials, the more you know. But uh, mm-hmm. my more you know is not keeping you safe. It's just about complete nonsense. But, Tony, you're not going to get those 30 seconds of your life back. But if you're uh, out at the coffee shop or at the bar or, uh, or at work and you want to impress somebody, there you go. You, you have got that. You've got I'm going to use it and find a way to fit in a conversation. Yes. I'm yeah, working in conversation. MC Hammer. That's right. You're like that challenge. That's your challenge for the week. I'll do it tonight. I'll see if I can do it tonight at the gym. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, with that being said, this is a perfect way to end the show. So we'll go ahead and end the show here. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. Next week, I will not be on the show. I will be uh, I will be out of pocket and uh, enjoying some time off, but Tony, you are going to still be here, won't you? 
I will be here next week, next Monday, same time, same and, channel. And our good friend Dave Schofield will be sitting in for me as well. So uh, be good to those guys. And uh, Tony will also be uh, guesting on the Steeler preview this week with Dave Schofield and myself on um, anywhere you could uh, download Steeler podcasts from BTSC, YouTube. You could watch it live on YouTube. You know, Stitch, iTunes. It's everywhere. We're everywhere. So just go ahead and uh, check us out. And um, Tony will be filling in for me as well. So I appreciate it. Everybody, have a great week. Camp is almost here. Next time I talk to you, we're going to be knee-deep in training camp, and it's going to be glorious. With that being said, for Tony Deppio, for Behind the Steel Curtain, my name is Brian Anthony Davis, and you, my friends, have just been hungover. Thank you so much, and good night. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.